Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Everybody, welcome back to Are We There? It's a family podcast for adults. People who get extra whipped cream on their coffee because they're nice. Only one person in this room received that privilege, and it was not Kim. She's mean. It had nothing to do with that. Do you think you just incite girl rage because of your ginormous boobies? Shut up. <laughs> you think that's what it is? No. To see your giant tits and they go, I'm so unfair. Oh my God, you're so retarded. I bet she has to wear 16 bras underneath that shirt. And they're right. That calls, where can they call us? They can call or Google on it, 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Everybody's having a good time in the chat room. Yeah, Tyler's milking his lionfish. My absent-minded housewife is having some cake, which she says puts her in the mood to blow, dude. So, wish I had a wife like that. So, our children lately, and I can't tell if this is a hormone thing or if it's just a girl thing, but I'm tired of hearing about boys. This is my official declaration of shut the fuck upness. They can only have these conversations with you. I don't want to hear about it. Okay, then don't complain when you don't hear about it. Okay. Know, why did anybody tell me about this? Right, but I'm going to need you to alert me when things are getting out of hand. Because, you know, it does get out of hand. And then I don't find out until it's too late, and then people are crying. I'm like, why are my daughters crying about boys? They're not even supposed to be fucking talking to boys. And everybody's like, oh, we just lied to you, Dad. Sorry. Oh, my God. That's why nobody talks to you about it. It's like instant claws. And I'm wrong somehow. I'm not wrong. I'm just saying you the can't rules are, have it both ways. You can't are, instantly go into hack mode and want to shred people the instant something is said, and then expect them to want to have an open conversation with you about it. it doesn't work that way. Well, until recently, neither one of them. Well, one of them is still too young to be having a boy conversation because right. they're not allowed to even think about it. Right. The other one lied to me for a year. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not true. Okay. But I've noticed You're there's just a... kind of jumping in the middle here. Okay. Let me back up a little bit. Both of my girls are boy crazy right now. And as is typical. I hate discussions of all boys in my house. And yet that's all I fucking hear about from sun up to sundown. That and periods. <laughs> and pimples. They talk about that a lot. Oh, my. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not just stop. Focus on the subject. Here's my here's Dr. Sam's acne tip. If you have a pimple, leave it the fuck alone. Stop fucking with it and it will go away. Stop fucking with it. Especially if it's a pimple on a part of your body nobody can see. I think that's the thing that's making me the most crazy. I have a pimple on the back of my shoulder. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Also, look at your compatriots, the other people you go to school with, whose faces look like they've been hit by a shotgun blast. That is acne. What you have is a fucking annoyance that we, as your parents, still have, and we're in our 40s. Damn. So, anyway. Your kids are all fucking up in arms about boys now the thing too i'm accepting the fact that she's starting to talk about dating and whatnot right right 
But her choices, do you not, are you going to admit with me that her choice of her current infatuation is a mm. fucking cockweed? And I, yeah. if if the but first boy, if the first boy thought he had it rough, this kid, I've already told him, he, I've already told him thing too, he's committed two sins against me. And I haven't even met the fucking kid yet. I know it's a problem. Yeah. And when I see him, he's going to be made to I've atone. creeped him on Facebook. He's going to be made to atone for both of those sins before he can take my daughter. And by atone, I mean he's going to have to gargle broken glass and drink kerosene. He's a douche. So that's one thing I was mad about. And now thing three, who's not even supposed to fucking talk to boys, is getting asked out on dates. What is up with that? I know. Well... You know how it is when you're in middle school. Everybody likes everybody else. And really, everybody's kind of in that awkward stage of just trying to, like, make your own way. At the same time, you're trying to fade into the woodwork and be like everybody else. Yeah. So, you know, everybody hangs out in kind of large size groups of kids, which is probably for the best. You don't really want kids going off in pairs. Which they're doing anyway. Not our kids, but. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, you, you get to know these guys. And then maybe after a little while, you think, well, maybe I kind of like him. And there's a whole lot of quote unquote going out, even though most of these kids are not allowed to actually go on a date. Right. It pretty much Insists, uh, consists of people meeting in the hallway and walking to class. Okay. That's about all they can do. Which my children are allowed to do. No. So, okay. Or, or sit next to somebody in the cafeteria at lunch. Right. Because, like, if, That's about if it. you think the Footloose dad is, like, 10 on the strictness-o-meter, I'm, like, 150 on the strictness-o-meter. And I not only don't well, want you school to school is super strict. And I not only don't want you to dance, you I don't hug. want you to even acknowledge the fact that penises exist. They they don't want the kids touching at all. And so anyway, thing three is having lunch with her best friend. Right. And a couple of their boy friends sit down now. Male friends. Don't yes. say boyfriends. Okay, whatever. So <laughs> Thing three's best friend, S, I'll say, likes boy D. Okay. okay? Big time. And she's liked him for a while. Since, boy D. Since they were 11. Turns to thing three and asks her if she wants to go to the movies. Nice. <laughs> right in front of S. It's so mean. And, and D, boy D knows that S likes him. And he knows that S and Thing 3 are best friends. Well, you know what, though? Here's the thing. I understand that it would be great if we could all get along and nobody ever had to get their feelings hurt. But if I liked a girl and her friend liked me mm -hmm. and I didn't like her friend, I'm sorry. I know, but would you say something yes. right in front of her? Yes. You seriously would. Sometimes you have to rip the Band-Aid off. Aww. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to just make it clear. And I'm not saying, okay, I wasn't like a big playboy when I was younger or whatever, but there was more than one girl that I had to just say, no. Okay. <laughs> no. And they'd be like, what? No. Not you. Right. And, okay, and well. <laughs> that's part of it. 
But here's the thing. Usually, uh, then again, boys are so squirrely. Man, I just want to wring their necks sometimes. So thing three is in this awkward position because she doesn't really like boy D. Okay. And she really likes her friend S. Right. So, of course, she looked at him and she's like, no. Uh-uh. And thing S is like all offended now because she was like, well, what's wrong with boy D? <laughs> think there's like nothing's wrong with him. I just don't like him like that. And you like him. So I would never go out with him. Doing you a like, fucking so favor. Here's thing three, getting all kinds of crap from her friend when she was really doing a, a very nice thing. Now, do you know how thing three could have avoided all this trouble? Well, how? By saying, my dad told me if I talk to boys, he will kill them. See? Problem solved. She's not saying anything about the boy, right? She's not saying anything about boy D, so her friend can't get mad. She's explaining to boy D that her father will kill him if he persists in his ridiculousness. So she's off the hook on both ends, and I'm the one that takes the heat. And guess what? I don't care if 12-year-olds are mad at me. Oh, that's true. Well, she did explain that she's not allowed to date yet, and she's actually kind of relieved about that because it's a lot of pressure. You don't need that kind of pressure when you're 12. I'm glad that we grew up in the farmland so that my dating life at 12 consisted of going on hayrides and trying to sneak feel. What? With the church youth group? Yep. <laughs> I knew it. Where else are you going to get your sexy time? <laughs> huh? Uh, a little groping in the haunted house. No. In the basement of the church. Haunted houses are scary. Oh. In the basement of the church. I always thought that was so ironic. Do you remember when your church, did your church ever just throw the wet blanket on Halloween? No. We didn't. When We honestly had a house in the basement. Right. So did we. Like, literally. So did we when we had, like, an old, an old kindly pastor who didn't give a shit. You uh-huh. know what I mean? He was too busy hitting it up on the ladies' auxiliary. He's like, I don't care what you fucking kids do. But when I was, like, 11, maybe 12, but I'm pretty sure I was only, like, 11, they got all crazy about the devil bullshit. You know what I mean? The, right. ju- the devil was fucking everywhere and right. he was all, he's going to get inside you. Mm-hmm. And maybe I was the only one, but I think a lot of kids thought, so if I carve a jack lantern, I might get devil powers because I'm up for it. Because I was raised. Like, th- I got to get me some of that. Right. Because a lot of the devil stuff, like when I was growing up, there was like uh, Ghost Rider, for example. You know what I mean? Uh, the devil is causing me trouble. And in exchange, my head is like a giant flaming skull and I get to ride a motorcycle. Which is awesome. Right. And I was like, well, let's see the downside. I fight crime now. Big deal. Devil shows up every once in a while and gives me some bullshit. But other than that, I'm a flaming headed motorcycle riding villain crusher. No wonder you got banned. I got banned because of Dungeons and Dragons, which was the ultimate evil. I really. And okay. I think that's probably the root of the difficulties between me and my parents is at a very young age. My mom decided that the church was right and I was wrong. And that was just it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like lying in the sand. You're on one side or the other. And I was like, well, I just, I'm pretty sure my, me rolling a 20 sided die doesn't mean I'm in league with the devil. That's true. There's room for all of us, right? <laughs> yes. Which reminds me today. I told you that Evanescence was coming out with a new album, right? Mm-hmm. And so you pull it up on Spotify. On Spotify. Spotify is awesome. And she starts singing. And I was like, that reminds me. 
And I pulled up my own video. And what was it? This is why I think we're going to get a divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Because your thing was some fucking bullshit Brady Bunch Uh talent show video. Yes, it was the song Sunshine Day. And the only reason I, I was just like, I what the fuck are you doing? Thing. And then you're like, just turn whatever you're doing down. <laughs> listen to what I've got over here. I was like, are you kidding me? That's the fucking Brady Bunch. Turn it down. I totally cranked it mine up so you can even hear yours. I know. I was just like, Whoa. So you guys got to look that up. It's Brady Bunch Sunshine Day video. Did you even listen to the Evanescence song? No. <laughs> I was too enthralled with my own. This is what my life is like, people. My wants and needs are subsumed to fucking Brady Bunch videos. By the way, I'm completely over Evanescence. Probably, probably the biggest heartbreaker band ever, right? Because when they first came out, I mean, really, when they first came out, there was nothing like, nobody had done what they were doing before. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then the second album came out, and I was like, that is like the first album, only not as good. And it took forever to come out. What, like eight years between the first one and the second one? Some bullshit like that. And then five years between the second one and the third one. And and the first song for the third one, I was like, well, that sounds very familiar, only not as good. So I guess I'm done. I just think that sums up our personalities, though. I mean. You were liking the Evanescence originally, and it's like harder stuff. Right. And now you hate it and left it with a bad taste in your mouth. And I was drying all of it out with my Brady Bunch video. Oh, my God. That made it so much worse. You know what I mean? That Brady Bunch video just made everything. I was like, well, that. How could it make it worse? They were very happy. You know what? I liked the Brady Bunch more before I met you. That there. I've said. (laughs) I'm a Brady Bunch killer. You you ruined it because everything. For the, it's not so bad recently, but there was a period where anything I said, you're like, you know what? There's a Brady Bunch episode. <laughs> I on. know. And I was like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Seriously, you're ruining yourself and Brady Bunch for me. So stop. No. Do you remember the time on Brady Bunch? No. Nobody fucking remembers that except for you. Not even the That's people that true. were on the show remember that shit. That's not true. You remember the time there was a mistake and the carpet was blue instead of red? Fuck off. You're like a Star Trek geek for Brady Bunch. If you met them at a convention, you'd be like, you remember that one time you guys were on the show and Greg's beats and changes or whatever. No one cares. Do the news. Two women involved in an altercation at Southern Baltimore County Walmart store threw bleach and ammonia on each other, causing possible injuries for other customers on Saturday, police and fire officials said. Baltimore County Fire Department's hazardous materials units responded to the scene around 11 a.m., and at least one patient has been transported to the Wilmer Eye Clinic, spokesman Glenn Blackwell said in an email. Two additional people were taken to Baltimore Washington Medical Center, police spokesman Sean Vinson said in an email. Now, this next part is something that everybody should know, but apparently most people don't. Mixing bleach and ammonia is extremely dangerous since toxic vapors will be produced. The primary toxic chemical formed by the reaction is chloramine vapor with the potential for hydrazine formation, which, okay, come on now. It's bad for you. It's, it's a, it's a, a chemical toxic weapon. toxic gas that yes. can kill your ass. And it will kill you fast because it renders your ass unconscious and then you die. And it, I almost had two of my friends almost got killed from that being dumbasses. Remember that? We're going to clean the house. 
And Why? so they just dumped a bunch of shit in the toilet, and then somebody goes in the bathroom, and they're down. The other guy sees his friend's feet protruding from the bathroom, goes to get him also down. If it was the guy, kid's mom hadn't come back to the house, they'd both be dead. Mm-hmm. And well, these, these even thing one was asking me about that. And yeah, I was like, don't, just don't ever mix them. <laughs> don't ever mix anything, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, all those ble- all those warnings on the sides of bottles, they actually mean something when it comes to your cleaning chemicals. That shit can be dangerous. I would be super pissed if I was minding my own business in the Walmarts and some fucking redneck dumbasses were throwing shit all over each other and killed everybody in the store. What a strange surveillance tape that would have been. No shit. You see, you see people fighting in the fucking cleaning goods aisle and all of a sudden people in other aisles just start keeling over. What the hell's going on here? Everybody dies. Makes me sad. Here's the thing, too. I don't know. I guess if I'm throwing down in the middle of Walmart aisle, I'm not sure I'm going to have the wherewithal to be grabbing. Why are you throwing down in the middle of a Walmart aisle? Exactly. People have some goddamn restraint. Seriously. I'm I'm really tired of people just doing shit, and you're like, why? Why are you so dumb? Well... Just for your information, mm. my cleaner of choice is pine salt anyway, so we would never have that problem. Are you sure? And I like the rain fresh scent. I did read a story one time of uh, a lady who uh, almost killed herself because, you know, in the olden days, Lysol convinced you ladies that you should douche with it. Yeah, we talked about that. So I almost killed themselves douching mixing shit up your story about it a while ago i suggest you ladies only put penises in your hoo-ha wonder if simple green has that on their label no simple green is actually not toxic it still wouldn't be good up your hoo-hoo i bet you you know what your hoo-hoo would smell like a fucking forest it'd be delightful mm. we're gonna try I'm it later so- we're gonna try it later i'm gonna sponge you out with it Yug. Oh, don't douche with Tide. How many ladies got chemical burns and just kept doing it? The burn means They probably thought there was something wrong, so they just kept on doing it, right? The burn means it's working. The burn means you're unclean. I'm so dirty. I need to keep cleaning it. Okay. Next story. This is a lesson about why you shouldn't get pregnant. A woman who faked a pregnancy and panicked as her supposed due date grew near attacked a pregnant mother with a baseball bat and cut her full-term fetus from her womb with an exacto knife, killing the mother and baby, according to court documents filed Monday. Annette Morales Rodriguez, 33, faces one count each of first-degree intentional homicide while armed and first-degree intentional homicide of an unborn child while armed in the death of... Maritza Ramirez Cruz and the boy that she was set to deliver next week. Faces mandatory life in prison if convicted. Don't you think there should be a mandatory shot in the face? I am alarmed at the frequency with which this type of story seems to show up in the news feed. Right. Now, I remember back a long time ago, right? And I'm talking early 90s, late 80s, right? In that time frame, the first time I heard one of these stories... And I said, well, that is just batshit insane. And I'm glad we're not going to see very much more of this because that is a particularly crazy kind of crazy, right? Yes. But I think the frequency of chicks getting their bellies ripped open is now much higher than ever in history. Happens all the fucking time. 
and the does. reason it's like, like copycat I'm, I'm totally faking my pregnancy oh i need a baby i'm just gonna go get one wouldn't it be easier just to take a baby I'm saying, like, wait outside the hospital, follow some people home, and just take their baby. Well, I don't know. There's so many security measures in place now that I don't know. At their house? No, there's not. Oh, you mean at their house? Follow them when they leave the hospital, because the hospital kicks you out three hours after you have a baby anyway. The problem is, is that she had cut the baby out, and the baby was not breathing. Well, that's what she said. She called the paramedics and said that she needed help. And so while the paramedics were there after they took her to the hospital and they're poking around, they find the body that in the basement. I don't know what they were doing in the basement. Maybe they were following well, a blood trail or something. Yeah, I don't there was know. there's a lot of shit that she did. Like she panicked after the baby was dead. So she smeared this chick's blood all up on her in her thighs so that she looked like she'd you that know That is awful. You know what I'm saying? I'm not disagreeing. She stalked this chick for two weeks, did you know that? Oh. Planning how she was gonna do it. I'm just saying, keep your pregnancy under wraps. There's crazy bitches out there. They want your baby. They're willing to go in there and get it. How do you keep your pregnancy under wraps? They make ace bandages. Duh. (sighs) Ask Maya Rudolph. You have a 70-inch waist. Ask Maya Rudolph. She seems to handle it just fine. belly button's popped out like a turkey timer. I don't think it's easy to hide. That was the grossest part about pregnancy. Not even when you shit the bed or I saw your vagina get sliced open. Was it as gross as the day your belly button it turned itself inside out? That was, I'm so sorry. You don't think when your belly button turned black and popped out like a rotten fucking cyst? Oh, my God. You don't think that was Can gross? you exaggerate a little bit more? You don't, you don't think that was gross? Pretty gross. Yeah, but it went back in, so it's all good. Pretty fucking. I was worried. For quite some time. What are you going to do? Divorce me because I have, I went from an innie to an Audi? Put a stick you, in it. Yeah. And I shoved it in with a stick real hard. Brother. <laughs> oh, don't tell me you wouldn't have been upset. You don't really dwell on You would have looked. Uh, really? Because I've heard you say some things about Audi belly buttons that are not nice. <laughs> I, I don't think you're trying to be a bikini swimsuit model anytime soon. That's all I'm saying. People are curious about. Your belly button turning black. Yes, it did. Oh, you know how you get that line up right up the middle of your stomach? Black, like the, the eye line. of Sauron. That's real attractive. I looked at it and I was like, that shit better not spread. You're going to end up looking like some kind of mutant freak. Those are the kinds of things you tell your children when you don't want them to get pregnant as a teen. All the Whatever. Things. Our kids don't want to get pregnant, but you didn't want to get pregnant when I met you either. And then a few years later, it was like, and it was just baby, baby, baby. All right, here's my next story. Is this one any less depressing? Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. What what now? (sighs) A pregnant Brooklyn performance artist is planning to have her baby in an art gallery in front of an audience as part of a piece examining childbirth called The Birth of Baby X. The performance will feature artist Mamie Kotak turning Bushwick's microscope gallery into her birthing room where she will spend each day until the baby comes. I hope that people will see that human life itself is the most profound work of art and that therefore giving birth the greatest expression of life is the highest form of art, she said. Also the easiest. Not really art if anybody with the vagina can do it. I'm saying... (laughs) I'm not saying the actual act of giving birth is easy because I know it's arduous. But the fact that if you're a girl, you can do it, most likely. 
You know? True. I don't consider it art. As they're saying in the chat room, it's going to be a limited run show. <laughs> I wonder how many people will be camping outside the window day after day since she'll be there for a while as a countdown. You think it'd be like a David Blaine stunt? Oh, uh, if I was you there, know, I'll tell you People now. are putting their their lawn chairs in their spot and hope that nobody moves it. I don't know. If I, if I was anywhere near this thing, I'd be there every day with a, my episiotomy sign. Let's start the chant. Cut the bush. Cut the Ew, bush. Stop but, it. <laughs> it's just dumb. <laughs> That's really what I'm going to tell you right now. It's dumb. And the fact of the matter is, I, you know what? I, you know how I think this is going to work out? She's going to start to go into labor. She's going to realize this is a dumb fucking idea. And there's going to be a medical emergency mm-hmm, in air quotes. And she's going to go, I'm going to go have this in an actual hospital like a human being. Or she thinks that she doesn't have a problem with everybody up close and personal with her privates. And I think she might find out otherwise. But she's not going to be real comfortable with her legs up in the stirrups and her vagina exposed to everybody. Although her... you are kind of thinking of other things at that particular point. Well, that's the thing. With your first kid, I think 45 people saw your vagina. Pretty close. I... Pretty close range. Yep. <laughs> of course, at that point, your vagina looked like an old tire that had been beaten with a sledgehammer. So uh, At that point, <laughs> I had already been awake for 40-something hours, and I honestly didn't even care. Well, I really think when you're giving birth, those parts of your body turn into something else. Like, you don't really think of them as your sexy parts anymore. Well, and I certainly couldn't see them because my stomach was flipping big. They're your baby pooping out parts. You don't really care who sees it. You're like, whatever. Just if you can help pull this thing out, get in there. Exactly. It was like, (laughs) somebody figure something out, please. (laughs) Ideas, huh? Anyone? No. You you look like you have small hands. Get over here. Reach up there. Get hold. It's been a search party. Yeah, that was just a gruesome flashback. That was unnerving, I have to say. When I saw the doctor put both of her hands in your vagina around the kid's head. You know what I'm saying? I was like, that is like a lot of mass moving through the sexy part of my wife. (laughs) It's not very sexy at that point. It is. But you know what I mean? I was like, I don't know how I'm ever going to measure up to that because she had a bowling ball go up there. Then my wife, I was like, my wife's going to turn in one of those circus freaks on YouTube. This is going to be bad. What do you want to make a bet that this chick will save, like, the afterbirth and paint with it or something later? I bet she eats it. I I bet she'll do that, too. Maybe she'll dehydrate it and make some, like, you know, temperate Or maybe she'll just pull the placenta out there and make a tasty smoothie to share with the audience. (sighs) How loving and sharing would that be? Or... She will take it and cut it up right there. Like she's, she'll have their baby laying on her chest. They'll take her placenta out. She'll chop it into little slices, put it in a little jar, seal it up for you, and give it to you as a party favor to take home. Here's your little piece of the miracle of life. I know that it looks like a piece of bloody bubble wrap. Enjoy. I wonder if she's going to be one of those that has like the silent birth. No. Because she's not going to want to detract from any of the, Oh, no, no, no. She, this things. is a girl who she wants be to be extremely vocal. She wants to be the center of all attention. You know what I'm saying? She wants everybody to focus on her. She'll be loud, but she'll talk about it too. She's like, right now, I'm experiencing pain that is like a stormy sky on the morning. Of, ah! Like that. 
And then she'll realize So that is it my understanding she's actually going to be locked basically in it like a big glass room? No, I think she's just going to be sitting there. People can walk up and help. Like 30 or 40 people just walk through the room, give her a stroke. People will be copping a feel here and there while she's grunting. Cut it out. Don't be disgusting. Like, well, here. while nobody's paying attention, I'm just going to feel this giant boob. Thanks. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just saying, not that I would, but if you have, a, if you have an open birth, somebody creepy is going to come. Well, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Somebody's like, can I help stretch out your lady parts? That was pretty weird, too. The whole perineum massage. Hold still for a second while I insert things in all your holes and rub my fingers together. There you go. You should be ready to have a baby now. Would you do it? Do what? Have a baby in front of people if you got paid for it. I thought you meant rub the perineum. That's gross. Um, That is disgusting. No, I mean, I wouldn't do it on purpose. Obviously, we already what talked if you about were that, but I did it, it anyway. What if you were getting paid I did it for free. What are you talking about? All right, but if somebody said, I would like you to have a baby, and I want you to put it on YouTube, and I want to have no. people in the room, and I will pay you. Yeah, you would. I'd make I you. I think so. I'd make That's you. what she should do, is charge, like, massive admission fee. The problem. Make it worth her while. Well, the problem, though, is that birth is pretty fucking common, and you can see it lots of places. Well, that's true, but you're usually not there. I bet you There's can a get difference it. between. I bet anybody that wanted to see a actually baby being there. I bet there anybody... are smells there that you don't normally get. <laughs> I think I'd pass on most of them. <laughs> exactly, the smells, but it's not the same. The smells of tired, sweaty people, blood, and shit. That's not. Mm-hmm. It's not the smells that I wanted to carry with me through the rest of my life. Silly. Yeah, there are stories over there. Mm-mm. Why is this room so fucking hot? I don't know. I'm gonna sell this house. Because this room is too far. I think it's haunted. I think it has a devil in it. Heat Miser lives in here. Bumming me out. I'm going to get out of here. Phone calls. We're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. RWTYshow at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can do something right at com. Leave us a review on iTunes. You know what to do. All right, Kim. We're not good yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com. <laughs>